0: 20 minutes of college football starts now. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Ryan Horvat. 20 minutes, that's it. No further, no less. We'll give you 20 minutes of our thoughts on the college game each and every week. The college football show, by the way, we go two hours every Thursday night at 8 o'clock here on The Fan. Uh, just a quick look back at week two. I think the big story was that Michigan almost lost to Army at home. Army had a field goal opportunity to win that game. That's a weird situation where I like... You want Michigan to win as a Badger fan because if they lose, then the win against Michigan wouldn't be as big if the Badgers beat them. Mm-hmm. But then in the moment, as I'm watching this game, I'm like, "Win this game, Army! I want them to win so bad."
1: Right, and they're showing they're showing everybody, you know, like celebrating all the dudes that are in the Army in full uniform. And you always root for the underdog, but I'm with you. Like I'm rooting for the top five teams, six teams to be there at the end of the year. And you want a couple Big Ten teams, at least in contention, to get into the college football playoff. So you're kind of rooting both ways. But yeah, towards the end of that, I'm rooting for Army. And I knew that wasn't going to be a 23-24 point game. Army's a solid team. I mean, they run the option. They can't throw the ball for crap. But they're tough every single year. They're winning 8-9 games. So I knew that that spread was a little bit too high. But I'm not sold on Michigan. I know we were talking about Shea Patterson. I just do not think that he's the answer at quarterback. I'd go to McCaffrey, personally, the kid that's backing him up. Christian McCaffrey's brother's their backup quarterback. I'm just not sold on him. I'm not sold on Jim Harbaugh. I think that there's some guys that are meant to coach in the NFL, and there's some guys that are teachers that are meant to coach college football. I think Harbaugh belongs in the NFL. I think he gets beat by Ohio State again, and that won't even cost him his job because they owe him so much money. But he's he's a good recruiter, isn't he? He's great for recruiting. And that's Michigan's problem. Like, when Rich Rodriguez was there, he couldn't coach to save his life, but he could recruit. He was getting top five recruits and five-star recruits every single year. So you can't fire a guy when he's bringing in the talent. But, I mean, you got to be able to coach him once you do get him on the field. And that's where Michigan lacks, whether it's Rich Rod, whether it's Lloyd Carr, whether it's now Jim Harbaugh. Just the – they just – I don't know. They just
0: struggle. So Michigan's off this week, and so are the Badgers. And then they meet up next weekend i'm excited i I feel like i haven't seen a spread on that yet but i feel like a lot of people are it's michigan minus six i feel like a lot of people are going to take the badgers in that one at home
1: i'm looking right now at the matchup predictor on espn 66 percent of the votes are coming in on the badgers to win that game not just to cover a spread to win the game overall it's at wisconsin we're not no one promotes espn on this station more than you do well, it's kind of my go-to for, <laughs> I mean, when you look at an app, like I love radio.com, but I mean, all, all the scores <laughs> all the scores and everything is on ESPN, man. So if you want to look at a score, you're not going to go to cbssports.com because it's kind of flimsy. What
0: about that score website? So uh, The score, not yeah, Chicago yeah, score. Yeah, I got
1: a buddy that works for them. He does all their gambling advice and he's given me like five losers in a row. So I'm kind of done with them too.
0: Are bleacher reports, trash.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't love ESPN. I hate the programming. I don't listen to anything on the radio stations. I don't watch one. T- I watch one TV show on ESPN. Scott Van Pelt Sports Center. It's one of the greatest things ever. Yeah, but that's since, a really good show. Yeah. Since still left, I don't even watch anything on ESPN. But it is my go-to. And I'm going to take the Badgers in that game to win outright. I, I just, I think that they're the better team. I don't think that as good as Michigan is defensively, I don't know that they'll be able to stop the run with Jonathan Taylor. And Wisconsin looked really impressive. Granted, they haven't played anybody, but Wisconsin hanging 60, 66 points on anybody is impressive. Both quarterbacks look good. We got a little taste of Graham Mertz, not a whole lot. But Jack Cohn looked really good. I mean, he was throwing some dimes, and they were running up the score a little bit. Loved seeing it. I do think Wisconsin clips Michigan next week.
0: Yeah, to see the Badgers put up 60, and they still haven't allowed a point yet. It's fascinating. It's like... Oh, my God, they might actually be good, and they might actually be, like, trying to run up the score.
1: Yeah, and that's why I don't want to hear— To make
0: things impressive
1: I don't for a possible
0: college— I don't want to say
1: it yet. Well, I, I want to agree with you on that, because—and I'm sick of hearing the cupcake talk, because— Alabama didn't cover the 55 points last week. We brought up Michigan, and Army, like, that one didn't really shock me because Army's always a solid football team, but week one against Middle Tennessee State, they couldn't even cover the 23-point spread in the first half. I mean, they came out slow. Middle Tennessee State hung around, whereas the Badgers are just beating up on these cupcakes. They're not letting them hang around, and that's what Harbaugh does. Harbaugh always tries to get his guys fired up for the bigger games, the Ohio State's, but when he's playing up against a Middle Tennessee or an Army, they don't show up until the second half when it's like, "Oh crap, we're down
0: two scores. Now we have to." Then they show up. celebrated like they won the national championship.
1: Exactly, they and went
0: crazy after that game. That drove me nuts,
1: and it's Army. Like, I was worried about Harbaugh trying to run up the score on Army. And I'm not one of these guys. Like, it's still a football team. Like, you could beat Army, and we're not, like, going against the country. I'm not saying that. (laughs) But, I mean, you beat Army in double overtime. Don't celebrate. Just go to the locker room and get set for two weeks when you got to see Wisconsin. This is a typical Michigan-Harbaugh team, though. You know we get all high on them. They're a top five team. They go to Iowa in a blackout game. Iowa beats them a couple years back. Last year they get they get beat by Penn State. They don't even show up and they get clubbed by Penn State. I think the same thing happens, and I think Wisconsin's the team to do it to them this year and knock them out. I think one loss even eliminates them from a college football playoff, even if they win the big title team. Uh, big title. Michigan. Game. Yeah, I do. I think if they lose to Wisconsin, even if they win the big title, they beat title Ohio game, State. I still
0: and don't then beat see
1: Wisconsin it. again. I don't see it because. I still see Alabama. I still see Alabama or Georgia, one of the two. Clemson, nobody's beaten Clemson.
0: Clemson toyed with Texas A&M. And that's their only test this year. 24-10. And it wasn't even that close. And it was the biggest tw- it was the biggest 20 20- it was the biggest 14-point victory of all time. It was never close at any point ever. Right. So nobody's beating Clemson.
1: So nobody's- Clemson's in. They're in. Let's just mark them in right now. I'm not going to put Alabama in right away because of the SEC title game. And I think Georgia is a lot better than we're giving props to. I think this might finally be the year that Georgia clips them. But with that third team, I'm looking at Oklahoma, and I'm thinking, who's going to beat Oklahoma? It's been a short, small sample size. But not only could they hang 50 on you this year, they could actually get a couple stops and maybe hold teams to 30. And that's all they had to do for Baker Mayfield to win a national championship, and they couldn't do it. What about
0: LSU? Did they
1: impress you? Yeah, I love LSU. It's crazy
0: watching LSU football the they're way. passing when they should be running to close out that game, and they're running up to score. Well, they're going five wide. Yeah, That ain't LSU.
1: No, that's the thing. Like You think LSU traditionally, and you think running backs. You think Leonard Fournette, but you forget that they also have five-star receivers every single year, but they never have a quarterback or a vertical offense to get the ball in these guys' hands. At one point, they had Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry on the same team at LSU, and nobody even knew because they were running the ball 50 times per game. Now, all of a sudden, with this new offense and Coach O, they have one of the best passing attacks in the entire nation, in my opinion. I really like Joe Burrow. I wasn't really sold on Joe Burrow heading into the year. Now I may have him as a top three quarterback. He may be impressing some pro scouts. He looks really good in that offense. Joe Burrow for Heisman. You heard it here first. Oh. Yeah, I like LSU. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like if Michigan does have a loss on their resume, this is not the year to lose a game. Even early, even on... You know, somebody else's turf. Because Wisconsin's a tough place to play.
0: Jeez. You know, these SEC schools, it's like they always complain about we have to play each other. And it is very top-heavy. But LSU, they beat Texas, who is ranked number nine. They've got to play Florida later in the year. They're nine right now. Mm -hmm. Auburn's eight. Bama's two. Texas A&M closes the year. I mean, jeez. So, so yeah, I think that you win the SEC – I mean, I'll get you in even if you got two losses. You can get in with five losses. You win the SEC, you're in the college football playoff. I'm okay with that because you got Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Georgia. I mean, it's Clemson and then three SEC teams. Right. So you're pretty loaded. So if we're just going to play this out here, Clemson's in. The SEC winner is in. Oklahoma's probably going to be in. It pains me to say this. But if Notre Dame
1: finishes the season undefeated like I think that they can, although USC is going to be a tough test, even though they lost their quarterback JT Daniels for the year, they look good even without him. If Notre Dame does finish the year undefeated, I do not want them in the college football playoff. Watching them get clubbed by Clemson last year and Alabama a couple years back, I love them more than most (laughs) things on this earth. I do not want to see it again. Get
0: them in a damn conference. And then, and then so we So you'd talk. rather they just like celebrated like UCF? Yeah, I honestly would. They could they could play a New Year's bowl game against UCF. Against UCF, play yes. a different.
1: I love I love like book. the NIT. I love the skill position players this year. I'm not completely sold on the defense yet, but I do. They do not have a shot in hell. It even hanging within 18 points of Alabama or Clemson or Georgia. I do not want to see Notre Dame in a in, in a national title game. But that's what I'm saying. There's so much talent this year. And we
0: don't really know. Well, a the game lot against George is gonna be a wild one.
1: George is gonna club him. George is good. Jake Fromm's really good. He's very underrated just because like last year the talk was the quarterbacks, it wasn't gonna be a heavy draft for the quarterbacks. And then all of a sudden, like always, teams were trading up and Daniel Jones is getting taken in the first round. This year it is quarterback heavy because Tua is able to come out, Justin Herbert, and now some of these underrated guys that we didn't really know about are starting. You know, there's always that one guy. That nobody expected. Even Baker Mayfield was kind of that guy. We knew he was going to get taken, you know, pretty early, but nobody knew he was going to be the first pick of the draft. Everybody was talking the whole year, a couple of years back, is it going to be Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen? So I feel like this is a very quarterback heavy season, whereas I could see any of these teams finishing undefeated, any of these top six, seven teams. And I just, I don't see Michigan as a top 10 team. I don't.
0: I kind of like, uh, I do still kind of like Notre Dame being an independent. I mean, I'm very weird with college football cuz I I think bowls are irrelevant outside of you, the playoffs. Yeah, if yeah. you celebrate a Rose Bowl, you're dumb. Yeah, who cares? But I like that they I like bowl season. Yeah. And then Notre I wanted I want a 64 conference. I want a 64 team tournament. Yeah. But then I also kind of like that like I hate I like I like that I always want college to expand. Yeah. It's like I hate you hate to love it or love to hate it. And then Notre Dame should be in a conference, but I also kind of like that they're like, screw it. We, we, we get this NBC money. Yeah, they get the NBC revenue. Exactly. They're making then, money everywhere. What I don't like is Notre Dame, like, they're in the, what, ACC for Big Ten or for hoops? Yeah. That didn't make sense. For hoops? Yeah. And then they're like, okay, we'll play six ACC schools a year in football. Right. So they're kind of in... But they're still not like either get in the ACC and get in yeah, or keep your independent schedule and play your classic Stanford, USC games. Well,
1: right. And see, that was the thing. I always always made the argument that I didn't mind them as an independent because they weren't playing all cupcakes because you played mostly, right? Like you said, an ACC type schedule and then you play Army or Navy. You play BYU. So you get your classic Notre Dame rivalries that you're watching at 2.30 on Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. But then they started cutting some of these out, like the Michigan rivalry.
0: Has Notre Dame ever played a team as bad as New Mexico?
1: Yeah, and they've almost got beat by some really bad teams. BYU almost beat them a couple years ago when they were undefeated. I took Notre Dame minus
0: the 35. (laughs) I think that was an instant loss. I don't know. Maybe they cover. I mean, they look
1: good. You know, Ian Book looks really, really good. Their quarterback, and this is the second year in the system. I almost last year, which is crazy, before they made the run to the college football playoff. Actually, the year that they got clubbed by Alabama too. I was actually rooting against him because I can't stand Brian Kelly. He's just classic little man syndrome. He's always choking out his his coordinators. Do you ever that? He killed a guy, and we don't talk about it for some reason. Like, why was that kid taping practice during a thunderstorm? I have no freaking clue. Yeah. I don't like him. He seems like a jerk. But then he starts winning games, and and I'm like, man, he is a good football coach. He's just an asshole, kind of. So I was rooting against Notre Dame, but then they you know, roll off eight, nine wins, and then you, I'm buying back in, just like us with the Brewers. I'm buying back in. But uh, not, not sold that they're going to be
0: undefeated. Who's Oklahoma even got to play? Uh, Texas.
1: Yeah, and I took the under on Texas wins this year at nine and a half. I really like Texas. I think that they're a eight-win football team, though, at best. Why? I don't know. Just I'm not
0: completely sold on them. Yeah, their defense kind of sucked. Oklahoma's got Texas. That's pretty much it. And then the Big 12 championship game.
1: Which will be a joke like usual.
0: So if we're going to say that Clemson gets in and then SEC winner and then Oklahoma, then you're going to be down between a Pac-12 winner the Big Ten winner in Notre Dame. See, I would like to see if if we're going Pac-12. I want to see Utah in that thing.
1: I don't want to see a. one-loss But there's loss no Oregon way Utah team.
0: gets in over Ohio State. No,
1: and and who's going to beat Ohio State? Michigan's probably your best shot. Now, Although would Utah? Would an undefeated Utah get in over Michigan or Wisconsin? A one-loss Michigan or a Wisconsin or undefeated? Undefeated
0: Utah, undefeated Wisconsin. Wisconsin's getting in still. The Pac-12
1: is just kind of the laughing. I think this could be football. the year we
0: have seven undefeated teams. I, I would not be shocked, and then
1: I could also see it being a year where we don't get one undefeated team outside of Clemson. I don't think anybody's beating them. I, yeah, I'm almost ready to crown them. I am too. I crown, crown them. I'm ready to crown them, and I, I'm still really high on Trevor Lawrence, but he makes some really bad decisions. He doesn't always take care of the football. and I mean, I'm not ragging on him. He's 20 years old. I don't even think he's 21 years old yet, but I look at pro prospects, and I'm like so impressed with Joe Burrow. I may name my kid next kid Joe Burrow Horvath, the way that he's leading that LSU offense. And I'm kind of becoming an LSU fan a little bit, as much as I hate to say it because I hate the SEC. Coach O just fires me up. I don't know what it is about that guy. They had to play for him to get that job. I got Viking
0: colors. Can't do
1: it. When he was the interim head coach. Yeah, but they produce guys like Leonard Fournette and uh, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. that we get to hate then, 10 years after they leave school.
0: And Jamarcus Russell.
1: One of my favorite quarterbacks of all time.
0: Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. (laughs) You
1: brought up Ohio State, and I had buddies that were texting me. A lot of people think that Indiana could knock them off this week at home. A lot of people are saying that Ohio State should be on upset alert, and I wasn't buying into that. They opened up as only 15-point favorites, which I thought was kind of strange. Now it's skyrocketed to like 17 and a half or 18 and a half, depending on which book you're looking at. And anytime that juice and steam comes rolling in like that, then I start to question. I'm like, maybe I should go against Ohio state. I love going against the public. That's my new thing. And I don't see it happening, but I've seen crazier. What do we even know about Indiana? They're two and Oh, they're two and Oh this season. That's what we know about them. Uh their two wins. Uh, they beat Ball State thirty two to twenty four. They barely got by ball state. And then they beat uh, Eastern Illinois last week fifty two to nothing. So hmm. they haven't played anybody yet, is what we know. Ohio State, meanwhile, Do your they...
0: friends want you to make money?
1: No, actually. They they root against me, I think. But Ohio
0: State's gonna crush Indiana.
1: I mean, they were really impressive because I was high on Cincinnati. I thought Cincinnati could be an 8-9 win team, and they beat them 42-0 this past week. The 45-21 score against Florida Atlantic was a little alarming because they came out and they were up 28-0 or 21-0 in the first quarter. Then they, like, pumped the brakes a little bit for some reason. I wanted to see them just club Florida Atlantic, even though I love Lane Kiffin, because that's Ryan Day's inaugural appearance as head coach of Ohio State. That's his opener. I just thought that you needed a more impressive win for your resume than forty five twenty one over Florida Atlantic. So I'm not sold on Ohio state, but I do think offensively they're going to be tough all year.
0: So what's the best game of the weekend? Cause
1: there's no card. ranked
0: teams playing each other.
1: Uh, best game. I mean, you got Oklahoma and UCLA, UCLA is zero and two on the season, but you can just see chip Kelly's offense against Oklahoma. Yeah, so if you like points, no. there you go. Uh, man, Texas and Rice. Clemson and Syracuse could have been a good one. Syracuse beat Clemson a couple years back. That was yeah. Clemson's only loss the first year they won the national title or the second year they won the national title game. But Syracuse stinks.
0: Is anyone like Kentucky this year? They're 2 and all. Yeah, I like Kentucky. They went on a little bit of a run last year. They got Florida. I like Kentucky. Don't They're even mention Iowa Iowa State. That's I don't know what it is. This weekend. Dude, I don't know what it is. You live there? And I, fell in love I hate with that. that game. Oh no! I hate it. No, you I wouldn't. I hate though. it. Hate it.
1: Hate it. You wouldn't. I hate Iowa State. I hate Iowa. I hate Iowa. Yeah, me too. But you wouldn't hate it if you lived there. Iowa's got. What is the deal with Iowa? This is it. This is the. This is the biggest day of the year. It is. And so all the all the other sports you have is the Iowa Cubs. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yep. Yep. I I uh, I live there for. But there are a lot of people years. in Iowa. In Des Moines, it's kind of like a growing community. A lot of small businesses opening up. How many people live people. in Des Moines? Here, they got to go- get a pro team. <laughs> You Google that and let me defend this game because I'm with you. In fact, We're c- we two minutes left. Okay, I was kind of falling into this dark place in my life where I hated Big Ten football because you turn it on at 11 a.m. You're all excited. You just got done watching five hours of college game day, and then you watch 45 combined punts in a 3 nothing game. Yeah,
0: Metro 600. That's not too
1: bad. But then all of a sudden, I move there, man, and I'm covering this thing, and the tailgates are crazy, In the fan bases, they hate each other, Iowa, Iowa State. Like, it's a respectful hate, but they well, dislike each other. are both losers! You're all losers! And the other thing is, Iowa is, believe it or not, the number one party school in America. At least it was three years ago when I was there. So when the games were at Iowa... Oh my God, is the party. The parties are nuts. There's keg stands right when you go in. The tailgate's awesome. The food's awesome. That's every college game, son. And the games always live up to the hype. They always live up to the hype because, always, like, let's say Iowa's ranked that year and they're 13th in the nation and Iowa State has three wins at the time. Iowa State always makes it a game or Iowa always makes it a game. It always comes down to the wire.
0: I think what I don't like about it
1: it's like is like all that they have their
0: part. Iowa State's in the Big 12 and Iowa's in the Big 10. Yeah, I think it Iowa makes it State being enough. in the Big Twelve doesn't make any sense to me. No, it really doesn't. But you can't have them in the Big Ten. You and I think I've two. always hated them because of that.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, if you Iowa live there, State. if you I live just there, hate you would them. love them. I hate them because they have nothing else. They don't. They and, and the people in um, Des Moines, well, in Ames, they just they love love college hoops. But in Des Moines, they hate the Iowa Cubs. Because they're all Cardinals fans, so they're not rooting for the Iowa Cubs, the AAA affiliate of the Chicago Cubs. Then why are the Iowa Cubs there? Nobody goes to those games. I got to call, like, three innings one time, and I was super excited. I was like, here's my big break, and I show up, and there's, like, 45 people at the game, and it's dollar dog night, and still nobody wanted to go get a dollar hot dog. Nobody cares. Well, what the hell? I don't know. It's all they have, though. Don't crap on it.
0: Well, the games all suck, but we'll be watching them anyway. Uh, this is a good point to stop. Yeah. But we, we do 20 minutes every week, so now... We got to stall for 15 minutes. Uh, seconds.
1: I was going to say 15 minutes. Holy cow. Um, Um, I
0: like UCF.
1: Yep. And I hope they go undefeated. I like the first half under of, uh, Iowa State as we're on that topic. 23 and a half. Get it if you can. Uh, And we're done. 20 minutes of college football next week.